Hello, aviators. Welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast, where we bring you all the tips, tricks, the hacks, and the shortcuts to get through your flying career. Get to the point of getting paid in your flying career the fastest and cheapest way possible. I'm Sean, and, and I'm Mike Martin. All right, we've been we've been off the uh, off the air here. Uh, we've been slacking off. Yeah. Well, yes and no. It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I think we said this in the last one we posted, you know, it, 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 it was getting tougher and tougher. That's why we're doing this on a zoom again, uh, getting tougher and tougher just to get the two of us together and, uh, you know, to record one of these things. And, you know, we'd, we'd sent you guys, you know, we always say, you know, submit a question for us at podcast at propotplaybook.com. And the question's been rolling in and collecting in the inbox. And uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna get to some of them. Actually, this whole episode, our thought was just give you a little update on where we've been, what's going on in the industry. And uh, a lot of the questions coming in are, are very similar. Yeah. We, we got, there's, uh, I'd say there's two dozen questions of of similar thing probably five or six subjects that have two probably two dozen questions asking the same thing and yeah and not only that but those questions are pretty much from podcasts we've already done right right so, every single one of them is answered <laughs> in the pro pilot playbook course oh yeah and then about 80 yeah. percent of them we've already done a podcast on Right. But we, I'll tell you what, though, we do, we don't mean this to be discouraging at all. And that's why we're going to rifle through some of these because there's so many to kind of encourage you guys. Yes, yeah, still send in your questions. We're still looking at them. Even though we're not recording all the time, we're, we're always checking our emails and, and looking at these. And, and you know, uh, your question will get addressed. We try to reply to some of them. I do reply to a lot of them. Uh, and then also reply on video if, if we think it's going to help. If it's a really good question and we think it's going to help everybody, we'll make an entire episode about it. Right. Yeah. yeah so, so what have you been doing, Sean? Uh, you know, the I think I mentioned this last time we spoke. It's just the nature of uh, the company that I'm working for. Uh, it's an aircraft management company. Um, the entire thing, it's, it, I'm a co-owner in the company and we're up to 16 aircraft now. We keep taking on more and more planes. The corporate aviation world is exploding. And uh, between constantly onboarding another airplane or going off to school to, to fly another jet or, you know, or it's, it's some kind of hiring issue trying to find pilots because of the shortage, it's, uh, that's nonstop. Besides what other little ventures I have going on in my personal life of, of stuff, you know, having two kids and a wife and whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I recently just got back, um, you know, in most pilots, in most companies, you know, you'll fly one type, you know, as in a jet. Every jet has what's called a type rating, which is a specific license that lets you fly that jet. In most pilots will fly one type for the company they work for. Maybe some corporate guys might fly more than one, but uh, I'm, I'm constantly flying five different types. And that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. 
So when you're flying five different types, that means you're constantly going to a recurrent training or uh, I just got back from school on another type. This is the uh, the Cessna CJ4, which is a, a light jet, but this thing is not like any light jet I've ever flown. It's It's got an ex really long range on it. It holds nine people. Uh, it's got a bunch of little creature comforts that, that uh, most light jets don't have. Um, but anyway, and it's brand new. Brand new. It's uh, less Sweet. than a year old. You still, still got the new car smell? New, Yeah, new jet <laughs> smell. Um, so I'm having fun with that. What you said, you did a transcon flight in that, right, didn't you? Yeah, so we went from, uh, where was I? Oh, Long Beach, California, LGB, all the way to Vero Beach, Florida. So that one was uh, nice. Yeah, had a little bit of a tailwind. I think average tailwind at 50 knots or something. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I just looked at it on Thursday. I need to go from Vero Beach to Salt Lake City. And with the headwinds that day, I'm not quite going to make it. That's uh, gotcha. Yeah, I think the average headwind was right around 80 knots, and that's a stretch. You need a challenger for that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it stays in the air five hours, you know. Yeah. A little over five hours. And, I mean, as far as light jets go, unless you have a incredible an old, an old Lear 35 or something, uh, which nobody wants to fly anymore, uh, yeah, you're not getting that kind of range. It's – it's that was my hard. first jet, man, the Lear 35. Yeah, what, what, I, was that yours or no? <laughs> uh, no, or no, no, no. You played an ASA, right? Yeah, I flew the uh, RJ was my actual, technically my first jet, the CRJ 200, the 50-seater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Now, those didn't have much range, did they? Regional no, jets? No, 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 no. Not they're not designed all. for that. Yeah, no. yeah. Gotcha. Not that one anyway. But, cool. Uh, some of the later ones, yeah. The 900. You know, the one that holds 90 seats. But, uh, well, what have you been up to? Oh, man, you know, just flying around. I, I dealt with a lot. I mean, geez, I don't think we've done one of these in like six months. Uh, yeah. We had a, yeah. We had a major inspection on on for the company I fly on, on their airplane, which uh, these are all scheduled maintenance events. Um, most airplanes have a, a major uh, maintenance event once a year that the airplane might be down a week or so. But then uh, on these corporate planes, at a longer interval, at some point, there's a major inspection. It's usually, you know, somewhere in that five to 10 year window that is like a big deal. Like they basically take the entire airplane apart and put it back together again. Um, and you know it's coming. It's blocked off. Um, it and, always amazes uh, me when, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, you, you walk in the hangar when one of these major inspections are going and literally you're not exaggerating pretty much every nut bolt and screw on that airplane is hanging in little baggies you know taped off in the section where it came yes. off some things are marked and every panel everything is taken apart in that airplane inside and out and i think about if i had to do that and i put it back together how many parts i would have left over <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you, know, oh, you yeah. take something apart that far you always got pieces left over yes 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 <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it yeah it was scary to see and, and you know you're shocked they had the gear off uh all, the entire interior out all the floor of the airplane almost every single panel on the outside of the plane out you know four or five mechanics working on it for 
six weeks total. Um, um, and, uh, you know, uh, some departments have a full-time mechanic on staff, um, um, or, uh, sometimes they hire consultants and that's what we do. We don't have a full-time mechanic, but then also the pilots will help out. Um, so, you know, you go up there and make sure everything's going well and, and uh, there's no issues and no hangups. Um, you know, the big, big thing in the industry now is parts, you know, there's uh, part shortages. So, you know, they could tell you, Hey, this inspection is going to be six weeks, but they're, they're checking a lot of components on the plane and they may find a failed component. And then there could be a back order on that component. And you, you just, you know, you could be set back a, a huge amount, but Fortunately, you know, uh, our airplane, it went extremely well. We had a great company do it and, uh, it came out on time, uh, and on budget, but, uh, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta keep an eye on things. And, uh, as a pilot, it's great because you can learn a lot. Uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, by looking at your plane, taking apart like that. I mean, you see it in a textbook, uh, but w- when you actually see it up close, it's, it's really neat. You know, I'm sure you've seen it, your right. plane taken apart, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It, you know, and it, with these jets, it's not like taking your car to any old mechanic that, you know, whatever <laughs> you're looking for the good deal or somebody's got availability. I mean, these you got to be licensed and sometimes certified for this particular uh, make and model because the insurance right. company doesn't want the guy doing that job or there's specialty jobs, guys that only work on certain, you know, engines and stuff like that. Um, and every every job they do has a very detailed technical order manual with you know how much time that's required and if you take this thing apart you have to do this this and this and afterwards and and they've got to sign off in detail that they've done every one of these items so yeah these maintenance events are a big deal it's it's really impressive yeah and this is something you need to schedule you know a year in advance uh, because it takes so many resources uh, to, to pull this thing together, you know, something like that. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. And it's, it is nice if you're a corporate pilot and you know, during this month, your plane's going to be in maintenance, <laughs> you pretty much know you're sure. off if you only have one of them. So that's kind of, kind of nice, but, uh, but yeah, we got through that. And, uh, you know, you, if you would have seen the condition of the plane when it was taken apart, you're like, man, there's going to be hiccups the first time you fly it, but we really got lucky. We had very, very little issues. It, it uh, came, came off without a hit. So, yeah, now we're kind of in the uh, cold weather uh, uh, mode here where we're running uh, back and forth to Florida a whole lot. I'm actually in Florida right now. And uh, Sean and I were going to actually connect because he's in Florida now all the time, but and we were going to do this live. But I'll be there in the morning, on. but, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> Oh man, these FBOs, which are the fixed base operators that handle the corporate airplanes in Florida right now, are just jammed, man. I mean, <laughs> we, we were coming, yeah, we were coming out of the Northeast yesterday, and we got delayed two hours for a rocket launch. I guess there was it was just there's too many planes in the air, too much congestion, and they were shooting something at the Cape. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a busy time of year down here, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So well, yeah, let's go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, getting into some actual content, yeah. uh, a lot of the questions seem to be some variation on concern about getting in the industry, 
due to a pilot shortage. Is the pilot shortage still real? Did I miss it? Some kind of window or something like that. And uh, um, I, I think you had that. You had a little short list of stuff to talk about, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So we we actually spent about an hour uh, before uh, we we got on this podcast today, going through sixty or seventy emails of, of questions. And what we're trying to do is narrow it down so we can help as many people together. Um, we're well, there was a lot. Way, there was way more emails than that, but that's where we kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, gosh, it's been an hour. We haven't even recorded anything, right? Um, uh, one of the uh, big popular reoccurring ones, Sean, is uh, the flow-through programs and four-year degree requirements. That's right. Uh, That's uh, right. College. College. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I can talk about that a little bit. It's it's absolutely, just to reference what I was just talking about, absolutely the pilot shortage is still going on. Uh, the degree requirements for the majors have been dropped. Uh, United Airlines just dropped theirs. I, it must have been last week or something based on the email I just got from GoJet, which is one of their uh, subsidiary. Uh, I don't think United actually owns GoJet, but they're in cahoots with them. They do regional work and they have the flow through program to United. And um, United actually has that Aviate program, which is where they'll take people with zero time, zero certificates. If you. Right get accepted to it. You'll train with them. They'll set you up with one of their regional carriers, one of their re and you'll flow through the four year degree stuff is pretty much gone in the aviation world. Now we did have one question. Uh, a gentleman was asking, well, I was talking to a pilot at an airline and he was saying that you'll have, you'll increase your chances of getting hired if you have a degree. Absolutely, that's true. And it's very possible that the guy you were talking to had a degree because, and I don't know, I've noticed this, maybe some bitterness, you know, Mike and I both, <laughs> Mike and I both have degrees. And, right. um, you know, it is kind of weird for us to sit here and watch how the industry is shifting. Right. Uh, and, it is. And uh, of course, there's going to be guys on that hiring board that have degrees when you're sitting there at the interview and um absolutely they'll probably take a guy uh with a degree over a guy that doesn't but the entire landscape is changing um you will probably be there on your interview day there'll be 30 of you interviewing and they'll right. hire they'll hire 25 27 of you and there'll be three of you that have degrees while the other ones don't it, there isn't any, and as a matter of fact, you go through one of these flow through programs, you won't even have to interview. It's all based on seniority and they're putting they're they are putting some more rules around it. Like this uh, GoJet at United, after you have 1600 hours of PIC time at, at GoJet and the seniority numbers match up with wherever you are, you will mm -hmm. flow through automatically to United. There's no reapplication process there's no interview it's these companies are are seamless and uh you'll go right in american has one and delta has one now so this is the way the industry's going and they want it this way because instead of hiring somebody off the street now the regional airline has the burden of basically training you the company policy because they follow the same company policies 
the same like cockpit procedures and flows and and that kind of stuff so it's it's really a seamless transition into the majors and they they love it you know yeah yeah that's great and I think that's really nicely put, Sean. I don't have much to add other than uh, obviously uh, a four-year degree helps. It doesn't hurt, uh, right? But it also is expensive and it takes four years. Right. So, <laughs> so we, uh, we are not to inter- – I, I am interrupting. Right. Actually, we are about to go down the same thing. The reason why I was I was kind of reluctant to even do this form of a podcast because the plan was to hit a bunch of these little things. Um we don't want to go too deep into this because there is an entire podcast already on YouTube and iTunes explaining everything about this and why right. it's not important to get a four-year degree. Um, and really, our course really is designed to around not getting a yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the four-year degree, I mean, if you want a straight yes or no answer, like, no, that's my, that's my opinion. And yeah, it, and we yeah. go deep, deep into that in that other episode. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, another uh, one I want to touch on because I mean, we get uh, it seems like a dozen of these every week or two. Um, and, and we don't mind it at all, but uh, it, it's questions and concerns regarding aviation medicals, and people oh, yeah. email us, yeah, yeah with specific problems that they have, very specific problems. Obviously, we're not doctors and, and all of that stuff. Yeah, that's and, the problem and, with these detailed, detailed questions. And, I, you know, I you'd have to have the AME's medical examiner book to look up some of this stuff. And it's yeah, some yeah, of it may be their determination after you sit there and tell them your story and your medications. And it's up to that AME to decide based on – yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, in some of these uh, get very specific, like we had a uh, customer say, you know, that he uh, had previously been in rehab for alcohol. How would that affect things? And and honestly, we don't know. You know, it's great that he, he's recovered from all that. Um, you know, uh, a really big one, though, is um, and, and I have a buddy that runs a big flight school and he's constantly dealing with this. It's um, antidepressants and ADHD medicine. Um, we get a lot of emails about that. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I, we don't know the specific timelines on that. You do have to be off of those. Uh, the way to think about it, I, the way I think about it is anything that can alter your mind in any way, um, um, the FAA is not going to like you being on. Um, now, you can go off of them and then get your pilot's license. But there is a time frame, and that's something that you'll have to get some medical advice on to see. Um, but uh, I and you can find you can Google it and find out what medicines are restricted. And again, I'm not a doctor, but you know these, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Vyvanse and uh, Adderall, and Adderall. Uh, those are really big ones that a lot of people are on. Um, and then any of the uh, antidepressants, yeah, they don't want you on those. So right, yeah, um, I know the military was. I just read an article a year or two ago that yeah. a lot of the military enlistment is down uh, because of uh, you know everybody's coming out of high school now on you know Adderall and whatever all right. is out there and right, yeah, the military their their stance was uh, no, we just we can't do it. You can't, whatever. But right. yes, in the aviation world, uh, yeah, it, there is a time frame you got to wait 
It'd be right, right. So what Sean was referring to, we keep using the acronym AME, that's Aviation yeah. Medical Examiner. And just so you guys know what that is, it's a doctor that is certified to give these uh, uh, aviation flight exams. And those a lot of times are physical regular, just physical regular doctors, Phys- physicals. Yeah, um, they're, they're uh, 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 oftentimes regular doctors. Sometimes they're family doctors. They're all they like airplanes, so they're certified. And sometimes that's all they do. Bottom line is anybody can schedule an appointment to get your medical certificate. You don't you don't even have to have a flight lesson schedule or anything. And these guys will work you through all of this. They'll tell you, you know, right. this is good. This is bad. Um, you and know, you could probably <sighs> great at interrupted. I would just yeah. say instead of scheduling an actual medical, you could schedule a consultation with the guy. And, yeah. um, you know, he may say something like, look, here's the way it works. Uh, quit the Adderall tomorrow and come see me in two years and never even mention you were on it. You know, maybe the rules, yeah, are written, I don't know. maybe the rules right. are written that way, but, uh, that's that's you know out of our uh, expertise a little bit. yeah that's out of our expertise now there are consulting companies i know there's a big organization called the aircraft owners and pilots association you can join that it's not that expensive and they have a a, a huge uh info they have tons of information on their website regarding uh medical issues and they also have um uh I think a hotline you can call and they have a doctor, I think that you can talk to to help. It's designed for aircraft owners that are having experiencing issues and they need a consultant. But um, there's also uh, these companies that offer loss of medical insurance. There's one called, I think it's called Harvey Watt or whatever that a lot of airline pilots have out of Atlanta. Um, and they have on staff physicians that can help work you through issues and they may help you um, if you have a heavy duty medical problem. But uh, I guess I would encourage people to not be discouraged. I mean, if you do have these things, uh, you know, medical history, um, don't just say right away, I can't do it. Um, seek some advice. And it's it's very, it's not going to be that expensive to talk to a doctor about that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. So how about this one, uh, Sean? This is another big one we get. Um, so... The, the email usually starts out on I'm 32, I'm 28. This is my background. I'd love to get into flying. How do I start? Yeah. Yeah. The, how I'm 55, I'm 64. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. We, and then they'd say a little bit out there. <laughs> again, we have a, uh, we have at least two podcasts on getting started. Right. Or mention it in several others. Um, and the program, which you already mentioned. You know, that yeah. that is basically what the entire program walks you through, holding your hand, spoon feeding you, start. Right. Uh, I, I mean, we, but it's we really, it? It, Mike, you've said it. I mean, I've heard you say it in at least a dozen podcasts. The number one thing to do to get started, take action. Just get started. <laughs> exactly. Action. Drive right. to your That's local exactly airport. Right. Drive to your local airport, start talking to somebody. Right. But though that question right there is the entire backbone of the pro pilot playbook, because if you just want to become a pilot and you Google, how do I become a pilot? All you get is flight schools. This sure. is the, this is between that and getting started. It's exactly what to do. And it walks you through every single step on how to select a flight school and how to you know, get started and all this medical stuff and all and, that. And but, you know what, the, the big thing we focus on, cause it's kind of our little, 
deal, you know, getting through this as fast and cheap as possible. We, yeah. we try to we give you all the information in a straightforward manner of, you know, what they're going to be saying to you, what it means and whether that's good for you or not, or, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. How about uh, corporate versus 121? We get a, a bunch of those questions in that 121 means airlines. That's the FARs they operate on it. So it'll say, questions. yeah, it'll say, hi, my name's Joe. I have this many hours. I'm about to embark on my career. Do you think I should be a corporate pilot or an airline pilot? Well, no, it goes beyond that, Mike. We'll get the guy, you know. Not to pick on any of you because I we love the questions, <laughs> but we'll have a we'll have a, somebody give like the every detail, almost pretty much every pro and con of corporate or airlines, you know, so they know all the information, and then they'll ask the question, "What should I do?" And yeah, <laughs> I, I I think you got all the information. I don't know uh, if I can make a decision well, for you. But well, we're like the guys with the four-year degree, right? So it's whatever we do. So we would naturally say corporate, right? <laughs> right. I, I think the bottom line to that question is that is a good problem to have because for sure. years, you know, when we were coming up, it was the airlines weren't hiring, so you had to be a corporate pilot. Now everybody's hiring, so uh, you know this is a valid question, and I think it's, it has to do. I mean, all the pay scales are available online for all the airlines. You can see the money that they make. You know, there's a lot of information on the lifestyle. It's completely different. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to decide what's what's right for you and your family and what you really want to do. And it also depends on what corporate jobs are available in the area that you won't live in, you know. Right. We have done a podcast on that very subject right. in, in detail. And, um, yeah, you know, the differences are salary. How much money you're going to make? It's all the big ones, right? Uh how much money you're going to make, how much time you're going to work, or how much time you have off. That's the right. way to say it. And uh, it just basic quality. How of many life. hours are going to fly? Yeah. The quality <laughs> it's a of life. huge number. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, airline uh, pilots fly way more than corporate pilots, yeah. Right. But, you know, they're also making, uh, you know, top dollar towards the last two right. years of their career, you know. Yes, absolutely. Close absolutely. to a half a million dollars a year at this point you can make as an airline pilot and uh but you're also flying 800 to 900 hours a year where you know mike and i take me take me seven years to do that exactly <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have time to do these podcasts <laughs> right right so i i'll wrap it up with this is probably my favorite question out of the 60 or so that we looked at today okay. It was more of a comment, but a guy was very out of it. He even shared links to other podcasts, uh, and he he doesn't like the big microphones. He brought oh, it up. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Well, you got and your AirPods Yeah, yeah. I, now I feel good. It's only because I don't have my big microphone. Right. But he said nobody uses them. It, it says it blocks your he said it blocks your face. It's unprofessional. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. This guy was really, really upset about it. There must know? have been yeah. like one podcast where – I don't know what I don't know what was happening. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he said it made us look un, more unprofessional. But I wonder if he's. I wonder if he sent that email to Joe Rogan too. I know. Yeah, yeah. The most <laughs> popular podcaster on the planet. Maybe we need the headphones. At least. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that's what we're missing. But uh, yeah, I think, and then a lot of questions on. Uh, 
corporate pilot PIC upgrades and things like that. I think we're going to do a separate podcast on that. Okay. Uh, but any anything else you can think of that we didn't address quickly? <sighs> I don't think so. I mean, gotcha. I think we hit all the uh, big things, but yeah. yeah. Just well, keep the keep the questions coming because we love them. And uh, if it, it, you know uh, the 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 more the better. And like I said, you'll either get it generally addressed, uh, you'll get it uh, 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 specifically talked about, or you'll get a whole podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, I'm glad we're back on here, and uh, hopefully, we can keep these things, uh, you know. Hit, coming out as the way they're supposed to be. Yeah, we got a lot of momentum now. I mean, our volume is of of uh, activity, oh, yeah, viewership views and is subs, huge right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's very encouraging. So we appreciate that. All the comments, the likes. Uh, if you are watching this, please like it because it's really boosting it. I, you know, I think that Top Gun movie coming out got a lot of people excited about aviation. Uh, it was one of the biggest recruitment tools in the eighties. Um, and it got a lot of people interested in flying. So I think that's wonderful. Um, so we, we want to encourage you guys to jump in and take action and get out to the airport. Yeah, that's it. Take action. But anyway, if you want us to send us, you know, we're talking about the questions. If you want to send us a question and, uh, you know, maybe it'll even get answered on a, you know, have a whole episode, it, email us at, oh, you know what? It's podcast at com. One quick thing here. If you're watching this and you got a question, you're watching it on YouTube, we would prefer that you actually send us an email to the podcast at propileplaybook.com instead of leaving it in a YouTube comment. Those aren't as easily got to as just sending us an email. Yeah, yeah, we do look at those, but so it's okay, you know, but, uh, but it's, just um, more it's faster to, probably. Yeah, it's way, way more organized for us and easier to handle coming in as an email but uh all right we'll see you guys next week thank you for tuning in yes thanks